and welcome to IDEA Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking with Martin Basiri. Welcome, Martin. It's great to have you with us today. Uh, hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Okay, so against a short bio, Martin has a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from Shiraz University. In 2010, he moved to Waterloo, Canada to pursue his master in mechanical engineering. In April 2015, he co-founded Applyboard with his brothers, Messi and Metti, and has been the CEO of Applyboard since. Applyboard simplifies the study abroad search application and acceptance process by connecting international students, recruitment partners, and academic institutions on one platform. During the past five years, they've, they've built partnerships with over 1,200 primary, secondary, and post-secondary educational institutions and worked with more than 4,000 recruitment partners to drive diversity on campuses across Canada, the United States, and the United Kingdom. To date, Applyboard has become the world's largest online platform for international student recruitment, assisting more than 100,000 students with their educational journey. In 2019, Applyboard was named the fastest growing technology company in Canada by Deloitte, ranking number one on the technology fast 50 list. Applyboard started as a small tech company, and here we are now, Martin. You just secured $100 million funding. How does it feel for you personally and professionally to be validated like that? Um, feels good. Very good. You know, I worked very hard for it during the years. My team has worked very hard, and we are seeing some of some signs of our success. But mm -hmm. what, what excites me the more uh, the most is what is yet to be seen and the future of our journey together with my team and the stuff that we're going to do for our customers and for students around the world. So uh, I guess from the other side of, uh, from the other side, um, as you say, like, I'm very happy. I'm living the dream that I have, you know, I'm mm -hmm. in, a, in a place that I can make a company where um, the best ideas can thrive and can make to the next level, which is extremely mm -hmm. important for me. Yeah, true. Uh, so let's go back a bit. How did Martin Bassiri become the Martin Bassiri of today? Um, with a lot of hard work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Uh, yeah, I I started doing like um doing innovative stuff from when i was a small kid mm. i remember the first time like i i basically had some validation was i was 10 year old and mm. i in, i made this um electronic circuit that was checking different metals um uh, connectivity and I brought it to the school and was trying to sell it to one of my classmates. <laughs> so it started from there to all the way to high school where I, every single year I was trying to get to a good place in Khwarezmi Youth Festival, but I was keep failing every single year, three years in a row, failed. And finally, in my last year of high school, I was able to... to um, win the competition and rank second nationally 
for one of my inventions. And then at the school, when I, I started my bachelor degree in Shiraz University, uh, I continued doing the same thing, you know, creating things, like collaborating with my friends about like different products and different uh, projects. And um, some of them I was doing alone. Some of them I was working with my classmates. I have to say it was always fun and I really enjoyed every step of it. Great. Um, so um, when did the idea of a flyboard actually pop into your head? Uh, I mean, uh, how did you know that this idea is like the one? Um, to be fair, I didn't know this idea is the one. Um, I had multiple ideas and I was like trying to dance around with this. But the idea kind of evolved over years by uh, me and my brothers get to know the problem that both students and uh, schools on the other side have about international studies. From one side, the students have huge problem of finding the schools that is suitable for them, finding the resources, uh, running through the um, admission um, and everything else. And on the other side, it is um, the schools that they want to recruit the best students from all over the world and to be able to have them uh, on their campuses. And yeah, so it was like, it wasn't ever a one side of the problem, but mm -hmm. something happened in 2015 and we kind of like decided, you know what, let's jump on this and solve this. Um, we didn't know where it's going to be or how big it's going to be. We just knew customers have this problem. So mm -hmm. we tried to work on it. Okay, I understand. Um, also on, on, on this journey, on this, like, uh, as you said, it's kind of a, like an evolving, uh, was kind of an evolving idea. Uh, have you doubted yourself? Uh, if, if so, how did you, how did you handle it? Yeah, like, I doubted myself and the idea and our team and everything um, all the time because you don't know what you have to do and, you know, sometimes bad energy come to your mind and say, oh yeah, if you don't know, maybe uh, it's not the right idea or it's not the right solution or it's not the right person. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the story, you just like ignore it and you keep pushing, right? That's, and then you overcome that. Um, after a while, you start learning the pattern and you know when it is, when it is a real doubt and when it is a doubt just because of your stress. And mm -hmm. then you get better at handling the stress and handling the things. Because think about it, like uh, your problems get bigger and bigger and your responsibility get bigger and bigger. Like I, right now, Apply Board have like over 500 employees. And when COVID happened, um, we were, I was worried about what happened to my employees. Mm -hmm. and all of that so your problem just get very much bigger when when something like this happen or when you are growing but it's good because it allow you to it allow you to focus 
and to do what is right to do. And, you know, you learn. That's one of the best things about entrepreneurship. Uh, you learn the things that you would never, ever imagine you can do it. Yeah, I understand. Um, how, how, about, how about failures? Um, like, did you, how did, have you um, experienced failures? Uh, and how, how did you real, uh, deal with failures? Uh, good question. Now, remember I was telling you, like, in my high school, every yeah, year yeah. I was trying to win the Karazmi Youth Festival. But every year I was failing. And during my life, I failed many, many times. I think uh, failure is, it's, is not preventable. And the only thing you need to do is to accelerate your failure and accelerate the recovery time from your failure. Mm -hmm. So you need to, so if you are going to fail on doing something, you, what you want to do, you want to like accelerate that and then you want to recover from it very fast. So in another word, if you are running and you like, you fell in a hole, you want to like fail very fast and you want to get out of the hole very fast and you continue your, your, your path. And this is something that over time also, you like you can get better if your mindset is not a victim mindset. Um, the victim mindset is the most dangerous things for dealing with failure. The victim mindset is that mindset that when you fail, you start thinking of, I failed because of others. Oh, because my mom didn't do, do this for me or my school didn't give me the resource or the society is not um, good for I know, my gender or for my country that I'm from or my religion. Or, for example, oh, it was my wife's uh, mistake or anything. Uh, that is what traps you mm -hmm. to staying in a failure for a long time. The right mentality is like, yes, it didn't work. I'll figure it out how it could work. I'm running to the next step. Or you say, I'm just like one failure closer to the success that I have to be. Um, as long as you can have the right mentality to get, get away from it. Because in reality, if you think about it, every single one of us have different life and different scenario. And if you want to like compare yourself with others on anything you can find so many advantage and so many disadvantages so if you want to think about it and compare it with others or see other people um responsibility on that i think that's a problem that takes i've seen like a lot of people that come and you're talking and say yeah i think three companies and none of them worked and then you ask the person, why do you think so? And in every single time, it was either investors didn't give me money because they didn't get, or my partner was a bad partner, or this. In reality, when you think about it, is you say, yeah, but like, it's not always others. Like, what is our role in it? So mm -hmm. I tried to take my failure personally and said, what did I do? 
that this happened and what is my learning path from it and then take take over you know you cannot be very upset about it for a long time because it's taking the time from your next success yeah it's just basically being persistent in uh being, being persistent and just have the eye on the on the goal and keep pushing yeah i call i call success 3p passion persistence and planning yeah that, that i think uh, if you look at it that way then it really helps to just move forward when things are not uh, going your way. Correct. Yeah. Okay, let's just talk about uh, Apply Board more. Um, how did you build your team? Um, say it again. How did you build your team? Oh, with a lot of, um, a lot of trust. So we weren't that experienced in building a company. We had some experience, but not much experience. So in building our team, we, we trusted people. And um, we were also lucky that most of the people who we hired were like fundamentally right human being and they were able to grow. And you, you keep some principles. Like, for example, one of the most important principles for me to hire is if this person uh, have drive, if this person has drive and is hungry for a future or the person feel completely fulfilled and just think he or she thinks uh, it's coming here to bring that experience to us. Um, so... I always go for people who feel they're hungry for the next success. They just want to take you to the next level. And because skills, you can, you can obtain skills very fast. But what you cannot obtain very fast is attitude and um, motivation. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I always go with, with the three P, right? Mm -hmm. See, if you are motivated, if you are passionate about what you do, if you are a persistent, if you are basically shown persistent in your, in your life, uh, or you just gave up very fast. And the other one is like, if you are doing systematic planning for where you want to be, or you are just like going with the flow. And normally when the boxes check, then you can like do a good hire. But at the same time, it's like anything else, you still make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And when you make a mistake, then it's, you know, you got to deal with it. And you try to learn from it and move on. Yeah. Um, how about um, uh, investors? Uh, you managed to secure uh, a lot of funding so far. How, how did you um, approach uh, investors, uh, negotiated with them? How, how, how did you make them believe in you and your idea? Yeah, we total raised around 180 million Canadian dollar during the five years. Mm -hmm. And um, investors, um, there are like multiple paths for approaching them. Like when you have an idea from cold calling, so you just call them or you find someone who knows them to make an introduction and then better that relationship between that two, two person better the introduction you can get and um, the rest is just like a, um, you have to like learn a lot like 
almost all the time, the first 40, 50 investors you pitch to, it's a no. And it's not necessarily the path that the first 40, 50 investors are bad. Is you don't learn how to pitch your idea for a long time. So it takes a couple of months and so many tries to learn what do they care? What do you have to tell them? How to tell your story? What type of traction they want to see? And it's kind of like a step by a step when you are in certain area, then they look at your traction, including your revenue, your usage of your website, satisfaction of your customers, how big is your market and everything. Then at some point it become a human to human partnership where they say, yes, for example, I want to be part of this story and I would come and give you X amount of dollar for Y amount of percentage and let's do a partnership and kill it together. Let's, let's take this to the next step and help way, way more customers. That's normally how it happens. Okay. Um, so going through this uh, journey with Applyboard, uh, how did it change you personally? Uh, I think I learned a lot. I learned a lot and I'm way more um, rounded human being, if it's, a, if it's a right word to use. I'm more, um, I'm more compassionate person. Um, I show more care for other human being. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm way more disciplined, taking personality more, uh, more toward finding the objective about things than subjectives. So for, for example, when something like this, when some failure or bad things happen, I'm more about finding out what was the root causes and how to prevent it versus like become super angry or uh, frustrated or fear or completely paralyzed because I cannot like figure it out the next step. I love it. Like, I think I was born to do this and mm-hmm. It's just so natural. It comes to me so natural. Like when I'm working on apply board or solving the next big challenge, I feel so happy that I cannot I cannot imagine my life without it. So it just feels good. If, um, if you go back a couple of years, is there something that you would do differently? I would be less worried and more relaxed, I think. <laughs> And just take more risks. Okay. Um, Someone asked me, what would, you, what would you say to the younger Martin? And yeah. I just say, don't worry, keep going. Okay. So um, uh, my last question, what's next for Martin Basiri? What next is like continuing the path uh, and continuing the thing that we started. We are such a small 
um, player right now in terms of helping our customers. Like keep going and add a lot of value for the students around the world. Our mission is to make education accessible for all students around the world. So we like keep going together. Good. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Martin. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can also uh, have you for one of our Q&A sessions later on. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope um, you have a great day. Thank you. Thanks. You take care. Would... Bye. You too.